All right, we are back with another episode of the Final Percent Podcast, and whew, boy, what a day, right? Um, I've got some updates. So I am up in St. Charles, Idaho, which is on Bear Lake, which is right next to Garden City, which is right next to Fish Haven. And this lake is, I mean, it's monstrous. It's like 30 miles across. And it is um, it, it is split down the middle by the Utah and uh, Utah and Idaho state line. And I'm up here on a business retreat, and I'm getting to meet some wonderful people. And it's very small. It it actually, you know, it was supposed to be limited to to 100 people. And it was, I think 35 people didn't show up because, I mean, it is kind of remote, but it's at the founder of this company's uh, retreat house. It's 12,000 square feet, I think. And it's overlooking some just magical views. And as I was going through just the connections and the people and who's involved. I was I was thinking to myself, wow, this is this is actually pretty cool. This is actually pretty cool. I'm I'm getting I'm getting kind of excited about this and and quite frankly, there were some speakers there that were actually giving me some new information. I know that that sounds crazy. So I'm thinking to myself, all right. Uh nothing can go wrong. Now, before I get to, you know, the end of my story, and I help you guys understand what went wrong. If you've only got a couple, five minutes before we get into the drama, I would like to share a few takeaways from the day, which I think, you know, it, it really helped me. So I have my notebook, and I'm going to go through just a few things. Um, number one is almost everything that can be used as a tool can be used as a weapon. And because of the nature of people and what we're doing, you know, we almost always, you know, convert it over to the weapon form, the negative side. So I just, I thought that was really interesting because if you think about it, we have, we have the idea of social media and it's supposed to be this social construct, but everyone's kind of perverting it into the not only the best part of their life, but the absolute delusion part of their life. And then they decide to use it as a weapon. They, they decide to put it out there as negativity. And I just found that phrase so interesting. So the next time that you see an incredible tool, I, I just, I invite you to, you know, look at it. Am I using this as a tool or am I using it as a weapon? Let's see some of the other things that I had. Ah, I loved this one. This one says that everybody shoots the messenger. Everybody shoots the messenger. And back in the day, it used to be that only a few of us were messengers, but now because of social media, 
everybody's a messenger. We're trying to put opportunities in front of people. We're trying to sell them something. We're trying to connect with them. We're using it as a weapon. We're all of these different things. And when you're talking and you're connecting with someone, most of the time they have these like, you know, bullets in their mind that they're just throwing into you saying, you know, I don't like you. I don't trust you. I don't want to do this, that, and the other. Or they're inviting you into their space, of course, but it's just usually that first few contacts, unless it's word of mouth. I think actually word of mouth nowadays is more powerful than it has ever been. And I, I really invite anybody and everybody to get into the habit of asking for referrals in your business. I think it is incredibly important right now. Um, but everybody it, it wants to be a messenger and we have to remember, you know, the old saying, Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Well, everybody shoots the messenger. Um, another big takeaway that I thought was fantastic was there is a big difference between advice and opinion. There's a huge difference between advice and opinion. It, opinion is just, you know, that's a, a point of view. This is just my opinion. This is, you know, and a lot of opinions are actually projections. So we're, if we're scared, we're going to project those fears onto you. And then we're going to make you not take action or take the opportunity or whatever that may be. And so I think we need to understand that advice is someone who has at least tried whatever that is before. They've been in the industry. They have done that specific thing. They have experience with it. So be very careful on who you are getting your insight or who's in your inner circle, who's giving you the next you know, or the little push, you know, whether it's positive or negative and advice, you know, if it's someone with experience saying, Hey, try this, take a real peek at it. But if it's someone who says, Oh, I've always wanted to try that, but they've never had the resources. They've never had, that is an opinion. They have never done it. Or if you have people, a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, we have those friends and family members out there who just will not help us out in the mindset department, in the belief department, in the I want to help you do anything department. So um, most of our family's insight is opinion. It is not advice. So just understand understand the difference in those two things. Um, let's look at... Uh, let's look at what else do we have. You know, the, the number one thing... And I think, you know, we've, we've always, we've always talked about this. It's just don't quit. That, that's the best success technique that you're going to find. And I have gone to so many high level mastermind, uh, scenarios where they're very intimate, very, you know, you've got the players there, you know, quite frankly, just don't quit. Come on guys. You guys, you guys, you guys know that. Um, the other thing that I think is important for the young entrepreneurs, uh, I certainly did this. I've watched a lot of the greats do this. Um, sometimes you have got to grind before you find. And so this is really important because when you go out into the world, so many people are like, you have to do what you love. Don't ever, like if you do what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. Like 
you know, that's true, but sometimes you've got to just grind it out. You have to grind b- until you find the the purpose. Uh, you have to grind until you find the profit. You have to grind until you find the knowledge. You have to grind until you find the people. You have to grind until, you know, you have the epiphany, if you will. So, you know, if you're young, explore, have some fun with life, but don't think that, oh, I have to just always walk through life inspired. No, most of discipline is not inspired. Discipline is just show up, do the dang work, and you're going to be glad you did someday. Um, Let's see what else I've got. Um, These are optimization things. We worked with a really cool uh, person and let me see. I wrote his. I wrote his thing down. Brad Langan. Brad Langan was there, um, and gave us some really cool things. But anyway, it's just you get into these. You get into these scenarios where you're around these these people. Um, oh, here's another one. I think you guys will like this. Um, all we're trying to do at these things, when we're on, even if you're on this podcast, all we're trying to do is upgrade our personal software. That's what we're doing. You know, what version are you on? The new version is getting built right now. Be patient with yourself. I thought that that was absolutely fantastic. Um, but I'm so excited. And, you know, this is, they're really, instead of like the pitch fest and shove things down your throat and this, that, it's how much value can I add? How how can I help you? Every, the community, the people, everyone dedicated to helping everyone, networking, fantastic. And I'm going, this is what it's, these are the kind of events that I want to go to. And then all of a sudden, uh, my mom, uh, well, my wife looks at her watch and she says, what's this about? She shows me her watch and it says, uh, have Greg call me ASAP. And I'm thinking in my head, oh my God, what happened? And I run outside, I start talking with, I start talking with my mom, and it turns out that yesterday, my dad had a heart attack. My dad had a heart attack, he fell over, Uh, they thought that he could have fractured his hip, Um, a car rolled back after he had this heart attack and ran over his foot, has a, you know, bone chip in his foot, you know, I'm still getting information. We're literally still waiting for doctors to, you know, get back to us. And it's just one of those moments where you have to take a breath, you have to take a pause, and you have to say, okay, what's my next step? So I call my nephew and I said, hey, be on deck to go to Wyoming because, you know, my mom wasn't super, she wasn't the best at getting me information. Obviously, I'm super emotional. She's super emotional. Luckily, you know, one of our fellow TFP coaches, Eileen, Dr. Eileen Gallagher, she was kind enough to call my mom and decipher the medical language for me so that I could better understand it. Um, And I am leaving Idaho. I'm going to be able to see my dad on Sunday. And he's doing as as good as he can right now, certainly not out of the woods yet. He's in the ICU, and, and me being me, I'm saying, do I need to drive there right now? Do I need to drive there right now? And my mom was saying, he's super stable right now. He's in the ICU, yes, but it's to monitor, make sure that he's 
around people who can take care of anything that happens. And Eileen was saying, the best thing you can do is make sure that, you know, these opportunities that you're in right now can make it so that your dad always has to work less so that your family isn't so dependent on what they can do because yes, our families, you know, parents get old. And so it's just such interesting choices we have to make. Now, certainly if it was, Hey, he's going into surgery. I would, this podcast wouldn't even be happening. I'd be on my way right now, but I'm 500 miles away. And it just gave me, uh, it gave me thoughts, you know, of mortality And I think there's no way around saying it. The older you get, the more death you're going to experience. And we need to remember that we are on this planet for a finite amount of time and make sure what you're doing matters to some extent. You know, the Netflix and chill, the the, the, I'll do it tomorrow. We have to start realizing that tomorrow sometimes doesn't show up and the people that we love the most are one day going to be nothing more than a memory. You're not going to be able to make that phone call. You're not going to be able to go over there and say, I love you. You're not going to be able to take action on that love. And so you have to remember when do you take action? And the best, it's like Confucius says, and I know I say this all the time, but he says, this, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now. And so if you have love on your heart, take action. Take action on love. Take action on relationships, things that matter. Make sure that you don't do that. And I had those thoughts, you know, what if I don't have my dad tomorrow? What if I don't have my, cause it's such spotty reception and the way that I was getting communication. I mean, it was, I mean, borderline torture. And I got to talk to my dad and if anyone out there knows my dad, he is in very, my dad spirits. He was when, cause it started out super chest pain. Then he went to a doctor. They said, you got to go to the emergency room right now. And then the emergency room uh, said, we need to fly you to Cheyenne because we're not equipped to handle this. That's how serious this thing got, how fast it got. And, you know, I'm getting bits and pieces of information. That's why I needed my friend who is a doctor to start deciphering, hey, what's going on so that I can make a good decision? And when I finally got to talk to my dad, I mean, great spirits. And I told him, I said, look, You've got a grandson on the way, six months in. He's cooking in the oven right now in Kayla's belly. And that grandson needs his grandpa. I need my son to know who my dad is. And I could just hear it in my dad's voice. He said, Greg, I'm not going anywhere. It's not going to happen. And some about that tone, the way he talked to me, gave me a weird sense of peace. Now, yes, still very serious situation, but it just goes to show you that life does not wait for you. When the good things are happening, the bad things can show up just the same. And you have to have the people around you that can help you make 
the best decisions, who can help you take your life to the next level. You have to be in a place to where you can make the best decisions and in a place where you can really help your family mentally, physically, financially, whatever it might be, but you got to be able to show up. I know this is a conversation we've been having for a while, because, but you need to sh- be able to show up. You have to show up to have those conversations. That's why we drove to Idaho. I'm, I just showed up. That's why in the last podcast I said, I don't know what I'm doing here. I just know that there's going to be some great conversations, and there has been. But I did not, when, when you guys heard the podcast yesterday, I did not anticipate hearing this news and it rocks you to your core and it puts things into perspective and it goes back to when we had the amniotic band thing happen with our 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 little one and then we found out it was not an amniotic band but we had to go through that fear and it put things into perspective don't make life show you what's important by taking it away from you so tell your loved ones that you love them build great, big, beautiful, bold, amazing lives. Take a chance because you are not going to get out of this world alive. So with that being said, I appreciate you all. I love you all. And this has been the final percent. (laughs) 